I'm Dr. Terry Fisher, a physician and voice technology futurist. Voice First Technology is rapidly becoming the operating system of our lives, and it will completely revolutionize the way we experience healthcare. Let's talk voice. Hello and welcome to today's episode of Voice First Health. I've got a great episode for you today. And today I'm speaking with Heather Utzig, who is the co-founder and CEO of Pragmatic Voice. She's got an extensive background in healthcare, as you'll hear. And today she talks a little bit about her voice applications that they have been developing, specifically in how it helps uh, the operating room and helping surgeons keep track of instruments and that sort of thing, which, by the way, I've said this before, I think the operating room is one of those really great places that voice applications can really shine. So I think you're in for a real treat here. I hope you'll enjoy this episode, and stay tuned because at the end, I've got a big, big announcement another about another event coming up, and I'm really excited to share that with you and personally invite you to join us as well. So uh, without any further ado, here is the podcast with Heather. Hey, Heather, welcome to the podcast. It's great to have you here. Hi, Terry. Thank you. Nice to spend time with you today. I'm really excited to speak about all the cool things that you are doing. But before we get to that, let's uh, learn a little bit about you. So maybe I can ask you to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your background. Okay. Um, I'm the co-founder and CEO of Pragmatic Voice. Pragmatic Voice, uh, we're a company that provides development services for uh, companies or hospitals, in particular healthcare for bringing their technology or any of their uh, applications onto the voice platform. And then we also are a product company. We've developed several products in the healthcare space um, with voice enablement. I um, have been in the healthcare industry for 25 years, working um, in a hospital during college to being even in insurance and then the uh, pharmaceutical medical device world, and then um, worked on bringing innovative products to the United States from around the world, and um, have had the opportunity to work in many different areas in the hospital and in healthcare. And once I learned more about voice, became very interested in how we could apply this technology um, to healthcare in general. Perfect. So you've got lots of uh, background, obviously, in the healthcare space. I'm always interested to hear about the stories of how somebody got interested in voice and what was your introduction to that. So could you share a little bit about that? Yeah. So um, I was developing a technology myself for um, uh, another company that I own, and I had requested voice to be developed for it because um, this is around instrumentation in general and we um, um, work with service providers on repairing and looking at infection for the instruments inside of hospitals and surgical centers. And one of the things that happens in that particular dynamic, people are, need to be hands-free and they're also very active and moving around. So they're not really sitting in front of a computer. And in the process of, of wanting to have that developed, um, fortunately met my co-founder and really learned quite a bit about voice and have been part of this journey of seeing you know, all the applications, but also realizing that there's, uh, at this stage, we're really on the, um, we're, it's an emerging space for us. I um, have enjoyed myself uh, quite a few products. I loved Audible 
from the very beginning. <laughs> I would uh -huh. burn yeah. discs, all that stuff. So I love, I love anything that's really in the um, audio voice world. And just I think the applications will be and are very, very beneficial, more user-friendly, and can also help us while we're really moving around. Perfect. And so I, I think that's a nice sort of segue into what you guys are doing with uh, with your company, Pragmatic Voice, in the healthcare space. So um, maybe you can talk a little bit about the origin of some of the things that you are working on and the ideas and how you saw the opportunity to get involved and, and then go on and describe a little bit of what, what you are doing. Yeah. So um, since I have a, the healthcare background, um, naturally, considering how voice can be applied, uh, just just when you see the problems and you look at the solutions and and how the healthcare space, um, really it's about human connection generally, especially when it's on the patient doctor side. Uh, and then even just with the staff, the fact that there's so many moving parts, there most people in healthcare are just not sitting behind a computer. And one of the things that became particularly interesting to me was just looking at those times where people would have to stop try to find a computer when in reality in healthcare, everyone's moving very, very fast. And I also was um, really going through a lot with uh, supporting some companies that were developing EMRs and, or EHRs back in 2010, 2011, and 2012 when the government in the United States was providing incentive packages and watching the frustration with the tech for the healthcare um, practitioners in general and seeing that they didn't have a human connection. Um, so really at that stage voice, there were things that were emerging, you know, obviously dragon natural speaking was out, but that wasn't really, a, um, being, you know, that was an independent instance. It's not being used through the device world in general. And when I started to really, um, see like the, all the other applications with the, the like Amazon Echo or just even, to, uh, we can even download the apps really on our phone with Google and, and Alexa. Um, being able to speak really allows for the brain to stay on task. I found, um, I don't know if you've ever talked much about cognitive switching, we can naturally speak very well mm -hmm. and continue a task without it having to be stopping, switching, just like you know, like when people text or do they go to a computer, we can actually continue our flow in conversation with our action that we're doing at the same time. And if you can talk about that even a little bit, maybe that's interesting from your side. Yeah. Yeah, no, I find that fascinating. And so, you know, given, given that, um, what have you gone on to create? What, what is, what are you, what has uh, pragmatic voice? What are you doing? Okay. Well, thanks for asking that. Um, we actually work with healthcare uh, companies and uh, facilities and even the physician level with looking at how they can place uh, applications onto voice, how that is influenced related to HIPAA privacy um, and those areas. With that, we have developed some um, uh, actual physical or uh, some products um, along with the development hand in hand with the healthcare personnel. One is instrument voice. Uh, instrument voice is 
basically works inside of a hospital or surgery center or a doctor's office where there's instrumentation that needs to be um, either repaired, uh, maintenance, uh, sterilized, or uh, having some, you know, have your, like in a hospital, obviously there's major equipment um, and there, there's a biomed department and then there's a sterile processing department. And what we've done with Instrument Voice is really brought the ability for the staff members to um, log the usage and do that with voice in general so that they can have an increased maintenance um, record without just having to go to scan. So this empowers everybody that has access to voice versus just a couple of scanners possibly in another room, which increases the flow, um, reduces friction in general just on the, the way people work in a day. And then with the instrument voice, we um, can have basically people uh, out on the, in the actual uh, floors when they notice that an instrument, they want to look at the history, they can ask questions from it, they can actually pull up manuals, they can see videos, um, they can request repairs from the voice, they can even send uh, the repairs out to their providers. So we're streamlining the process for them and making that world easier, which ultimately I think makes their life better. And then we, um, when we keep up with instrumentation, it's really important um, and really valuable for the hospital as a whole or a surgery center uh, because then that review helps with infection, also makes sure that the instrumentation is that, you know, into such a great condition, um, makes it better for the surgeons all around. So that's really uh, one of the main things that we've been focusing on developing along with a wiki where um, instrument wiki where all the hospitals and doctors and manufacturers can actually collaborate on information um, to help each other out in, in uh, working with their instruments and their assets in the hospital. And that's also a voice application then? That is a voice application, yes. That, so the entire, when uh, every uh, in, you know, piece of either capital asset or surgical equipment comes with a manual, and usually in the biomed uh, department, they'll upload those manuals if they get a chance. But still, everybody's moving so fast in healthcare um, and they're doing their best. And what we wanna do is really work together and have it where we're all helping each other out. And by allowing for a wiki version of this, each hospital or surgery center or doctor's office, they won't have to upload their own manuals. They'll be able to search to see if one's already there, or if they don't, they can obviously upload it and off, take the option and put it into the wiki. So then we're through collaborative effort, um, able to sort of simplify people's lives through that, um, that action as well. And they can just use voice and bring it up. That's fantastic. That's great. Um, I, I wanna learn more about each one of those. Um, if I, if I go back to, uh, first of all, the instrument voice one, and, I, and I'm, I'm imagining this, and I think it's a great uh, use case. So if, if, as a specific scenario, so I'm, I'm imagining like a surgeon in an operating room, and they're looking for a particular instrument. Um, 
can it be used just to sort of keep tabs on inventory if they're like if they need something or but there's something wrong with an instrument that came out. Like, can, can you give me like a specific example? Like, what would they what would they say, or how would they interact with that application? Sure, absolutely. Um, they can actually they can request another another instrument as well. So while they're in surgery, that's one of the things that happens. Sometimes they, when they're preparing for surgery, they obviously have a list of items that they want to bring into the surgery. The, uh, while they're in there, if they want another instrument, they can request that via voice and it goes to uh, an area where that request um, can be fulfilled. The other is, is if they're seeing something going on with one that, you know, they're there to say, hey, this isn't, you know, this needs some special care. They can actually say, pull up this item, read the menu, the number off of the instrument and let they'll and state where it's going to be placed and then um, that already issues a ticket for repair the nice thing about this is is just the way we are on a daily basis there's so many tasks and if they can just speak it and then it goes into a system which follows through instead of having to stop have somebody walk out or have to go do different things um, the, or even just remember, let's say during a regular um, operation at the end, there may be certain items that they're, you know, they just need to have looked at. They don't have to, you know, th just having to set it somewhere. A lot of times there are repair bins where they'll take the instrumentation, just set it off to the side and it'll just sit there. Efficiency wise for the hospital, that's a, you know, that can be an issue. And one of the other things that we have that's in development under uh, my other company is being able to share in loaner pool with um, not only the repair companies, but hospitals. So that if there is a particular device that's needed for a surgery or specialized surgery, they, um, they uh, can find um, a solution to that quickly um, because sometimes the more elaborate like scopes and and um, certain devices the hospitals don't have multiples due to the fact that they're very expensive and if one of those needs a repair sometimes the the surgery may have to stop or they you know there's just several things that can happen in that process the instrumentation's fine it's great if there's a problem we need to speed up the process so that um, everybody can keep moving in in the progress and you can and you can in, use voice for all of that um, yeah that's that's fantastic what what is the uh, what is it built on is it leveraging like Amazon Google or is it your own proprietary technology how do you how do you make it okay well so we're using um, Amazon and Google so on uh, uh, the um, uh, for the voice access, the database actually we developed. So um, we have, uh, um, as a company, had the fortunate opportunity to build several large databases for different um, organizations in in development in general, and uh, we even um, uh, set up Sanford Health in the Midwest, which is a fairly large hospital system, um, with the database not necessarily applied in voice at this time, but really 
their engagement with their patients and things like that. So we've used that, the, um, an open source uh, technology that we've been developing for about 12 years on the database side. Great. And, and, and again, I'm, I'm very interested in the user experience. So because you're leveraging Google and Amazon as well, when the person is speaking with the application, are they invoking the application like Alexa, whatever, or Google or whatever, Hey Google, or, or how does it work in that regard? Yes, exactly. So they um, use the invocation and ask for instrument voice. They open up their instance and that um, starts the action. The, uh, through Amazon and Google, it's connected to the, the database that's related to their hospital and then the unified database, or I should say surgical center or doctor's office, that's uh, integrated to, through APIs to the instrument wiki as well. So that's where the collaborative aspect comes into it. Um, the, uh, the capacity to even uh, submit a repair. So. They, they actually will say, can you, uh, um, I'm looking for this particular device or instrument and it, the Alexa will ask you know, certain qualifying questions. You actually respond, you put it in the, the unit. Is this the one you're looking for? Yes, no, you know, no, I need to, I need to give the, you know, then more descriptive. And then it pulls the actual instrument from the database that's stored for that, that center and gives the, you can ask, what's the use history? When's my next maintenance? Is there a repair request against this? Um, just a whole series of things just related to the instrumentation in general. But it also, um, if you need user guides, the user guides are available. And then again, if you need to uh, take it somewhere else um, and do a repair, that, which is a big thing. I mean, just, you know, not, you know, just, general, even just maintenance usage, um, allowing that flow to work is really powerful um, with voice in general, due to the fact we're in healthcare on the move, everybody's on the move so fast, if we can make it easy, it's all that much better for them. That's right. That's right. And maybe we can just uh, finish up finish up with like, what's the status of this right now? Are you in certain clinics, hospitals, and, and what's the response been to it if you, if you are there? Yeah, so we're actually um, we're working with some hospitals up in New York and refining a couple of things specifically. We're going to full scale market in the next month, so that is a um, exciting time to say the least. Sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, Ultimately, each hospital has, or either each center, you know, usually there's just general asset management, but in most cases, the, if it's a hospital, the biomed department and the sterile processing department, there hasn't been a really good unification. And so the nice thing about this, because of ease of use for the sterile processing department, we can finally bring a couple of departments in the hospital uh, together to work in an easier way. And we're also um, adding this and providing, um, allowing this to be um, given to the service providers that go out and actually work and repair the instrumentation so that they can start to create a history of repair. That's another um, particular issue besides inside the hospital, they deploy it, um, but it takes time sometimes. But the, um, uh, the repair, 
providers, the thing that's interesting is unless they have a place to keep up with that information, it's usually lost. It's really ironic if a hospital doesn't have um, any uh, system set up, and there are several that don't. I've worked in several of them. This is my other business. Um, they just don't even know the last time it was repaired. Pretty, so hopefully, hopefully this technology will help with that issue. I can see how it certainly could. Yeah, yeah. I've used technologies um, like it before that haven't been voice enabled. Um, and it, it's been, you know, helpful to be able for uh, centers to understand um, maybe uh, just business analysis on instrumentation, what, what's been happening, or sometimes they're using things more frequently than they realize. So we're pretty excited. And so we actually have a full-scale app, um, several uh, sort of a little bit like Uber and Lyft for partnering services and service providers together. So we're gonna give an instance of instrument voice to each of those service providers and their centers. Wow, well, that's great, fantastic. And congratulations, I didn't realize that this month is when you were gonna go to full, you know, to commercialization of it. So that that's fantastic. Well, thanks very much, Heather. Um, any final comments about you or Pragmatic Voice at all? Oh, thanks, Terry. Well, yeah, our, our team, um, we're committed to excellence and providing high levels of competency. We actually, for the clients that we're working with, we touch base every day and provide uh, a really clear communication path besides regular development planning. The other is, is our team. Um, we have over 50 developers and we're constantly growing and um, one of the things that we do is we hire um, on our, our development team currently is master's degree or higher. And when we bring an individual into our company, they spend anywhere from six months to two years working on projects um, internally before we actually, at or that time we validate their capacity before we actually have anybody work with clients. So we're very much into uh, um, providing um, excellence, competency, great communication, and making sure that the development experience is um, successful. That's a, that's a, it is a very important thing of, um, in the development space to make sure that the team is responsive and doing great work for you. That's amazing. I think that's, I think that's fantastic. Um, being able to have a team like that and, and having that type of training is, is obviously invaluable. So, um, Hey, kudos to you for doing that. That's amazing. Where can listeners go to learn more about, uh, you and what you are doing with uh, pragmatic voice? Well, pragmatic dash voice.com. And that's the, um, that's the talks a lot about the services and then they can go to instrumentvoice.com. So Heather, uh, I just want to thank you very much for spending some time on the podcast, share a little bit about what you're doing, uh, with myself, with the listeners. And, uh, you know, it's interesting because one of the use cases that I always talk about when I'm talking about voice technology is in the operating room, because it's such a, such a sort of quintessential use case where a surgeon is scrubbed in and they're sterile, but also just for efficiency, the voice is so great. So what you've described is, is uh, I think, uh, is bang on there. So Heather, again, thanks so much for spending some time. I really appreciate it. And I look forward to staying in touch. Yeah, thank you so much, Jerry. I hope you have a wonderful day. And thanks for um, giving us the opportunity to share. And hello to your audience and hope everyone has a great day.
Thanks so much. Well, there you go, huh? The operating room, as I said, I think that's one of the uh, really quintessential places where voice can shine. So thank you to Heather for coming on and telling us a little bit about what she and her company are doing. As usual, I'll have links to uh, things that Heather mentioned on the show notes page, which you can access at voicefirsthealth.com slash 67. Now, I want to tell you about the uh, big event that is happening uh, next week, to be specific, on June 24th, 2020 at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. This is The Voice Den, and The Voice Den is the way I describe it is it's kind of like Shark Tank where we have a whole bunch of participants and that's you uh, coming to join us in the voice den. And then we have five invited voice influencers who are essentially key uh, leading thought authorities in the voice space. And this show, this is essentially an online reality show where you have the opportunity to join the conversation. There are no lectures here. It's a conversation, a true, authentic uh, interaction with these influencers, and you can get your questions answered. If you've got burning questions about your own voice application or how you're going to develop something or you just want to talk about their their ideas and thoughts or you know, run something by them, this is your chance to do that. The other really wonderful thing about this is that Amazon Alexa has uh, stepped up to be the sponsor of The Voice Den. And so I'm very grateful, uh, very, very thankful to Amazon for for doing that. Um, It means a lot to me and, of course, their trust in the event. And so what that means is that there is no charge for the event for this particular session, session two. So thank you to Amazon Alexa, and I encourage you to come and join us next week. You can actually register right now and enter the voice stand, and you can actually start chatting with people in there uh, if they are in there at the same time as you, and you just go to thevoiceden.com to save your seat. So I will see you there. Have a wonderful week, and I'll talk to you again very soon. 